0: Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You with Walker Brooks, your host. I want to take today's episode to talk about, to preview, the 2020 WSU men's baseball team. I think this year is going to be great. A big improvement from last year's record, performance, and attitude. I think the key difference is the new head coach, Brian Green, from the University of New Mexico. The Lobos in Las Cruces, New Mexico. All right, so the big difference between the previous regime and this regime, so Marty Lee's regime versus Brian Green's regime is Brian Green led the country in offense last year at New Mexico, and Marty Lee's sucked. It was hard to watch, and I'm a diehard baseball fan. I watched the San Francisco Giants. That's bad baseball. And let me tell you, it was a struggle to watch the Coug baseball, but I did it, and I'll tell you why, because the Cougs didn't really play with any passion, there was no excitement, it was kind of, let's just go out there, play, get our scholarship, get free college, that's what it felt like, there was no drive to play, but now, after Brian Green led the country in batting average and home runs, his team did, the Cougs now make offense the priority, which is great, because as long as you have hitting, the pitching can suck, I believe, because you will always be in a ball game with hitting. Pitching, he can give up one run, the pitcher, and you've lost. But if you can continuously hit, then you're always in the game. I was at the scrimmage yesterday against Big Bend, Oregon Community College. Big Bend Community College in Oregon. It was very cold. It was miserable out. I stayed for three innings. Caught two baseballs. Check that off my bucket list. But I learned a lot in three innings. You want to know why? Because the Cougs came to the plate about 18 times in three innings. They came often. I have saw everyone in the starting lineup hit twice. And a couple, a bit more for some other players, obviously. So... I think the big difference is how aggressive the Cougs played. They weren't dumb aggressive. They were smart. They played hard. They played smarter, not harder. They would take risks on the base path. We had a couple attempted steals, which were successful. I didn't see any steals last year. They were all very calm, and they were, it was like they were playing in molasses last year. But now they're not. They were aggressive. They were taking good pitches at the plate. They were swinging at strikes. Last year they were just taking strikes, swinging at balls. They were aggressive and patient at the plate, which seemed counterintuitive, but they were patient only swinging at good pitches, and they were looking, they weren't waiting for the pitcher to make mistakes. They were taking advantage of okay pitches and turning them to hits. There were a lot of pull hits, which were good because it caught the defense off guard. There were a couple errors in the field, so you can't necessarily So it was all the offense, but it's a big improvement. While also, when there were two outs in the third, the Kooks kept hitting. They didn't stop. They kept piling on runs after runs. They piled on three runs after two outs, which is unusual because last year the Kooks just laid over and played dead. Now they kept going. They had spirit. They believed they could win, which I am so grateful for because at least when I watched the games or possibly called them. I'll know they, are, they want to keep trying. They don't want the game just to end. They're not going to lay down and take it. I'm just so grateful that one happened. Plus, the pitcher, Brandon White, who was their big recruit last year, he improved from last year. I know given his one scrimmage, but he kept the ball moving. He got strikeouts, and he had grounders. I didn't see him give up a hit, and his defense made some good plays around him because he kept the game moving. They weren't tired. They weren't slow. They weren't just going, oh, boy, what is he going to pitch? They were actively engaged. The defense was actively engaged. I mean, Nathan Schwartz, a new addition I didn't see him play at all last year, at second base, made a great snag for the last batter of the first inning. And that fired up the team. They kept it moving. So I'm going to give you some four players on four batters, two four position players to watch. And four pitchers to watch. So, for the for the pitchers, I say the first pitcher that you need to watch is Brandon White. He is six eight. He was a freshman last year, and he struggled. But he pitched very effectively in the scrimmage. I like it. He kept it moving. I already kind of gave my breakdown. My, I broke it down earlier. I think the second the second pitcher. To watch it, A.J. Block, who's a senior, he went winless in his junior season, was drafted by the Tigers in the 17th round, turned it down because he didn't want to end his college career like that. So, you know, he's determined to win. He's hungry. He's ready. So he will be good. He was a good pitcher. He just – it was just a bad year for everyone. No one wanted to play for Marty. I, I feel bad. I've heard great things about him, but no one wanted to play for him. So he got canned. Uh, Tanner West, I don't know much about him. He's a junior from Lamar Community College. He was in the scrimmage. He kept the ball moving. He got out. He didn't give up hits. I think he'll be good. And then Zane Mills uh, was actually a very good pitcher, I thought, for the Cougs last year as a freshman. He's a sophomore. I think he'll he'll take steps because he spent another year in the program. He's gotten bigger. He'll be better. Then on the Offensive side, you have Kyle Monsardo, who hit a home run last year and batted leadoff for the Cougs and had the only respectable average last year, so I think he will step up and improve. Interesting fact, the infielder from last year, Garrett Goldsmith, also played at New Mexico, so he is familiar with Brian Green's coaching strategy, and I've heard great things from him. Not personally, but he has said that he was a fan of the higher. Then Nathan Swartz, who I, his bat wasn't super impressive, but his defense was phenomenal. And I think you can't just have offensive players, you also have to have some steady defense. So he played a very, he played second base very well for the Cougs. Then we have Gianni G Tomas. Gianni Tomasi. I've he played some solid defense in the infield, while also he had a smoker way over the left fielder's head. He just hit it deep, and I think he's going to be an impact bat to watch. So I think the Cougs will take major steps up. I don't think they're going to—they're not winning the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is the best baseball conference. There's Oregon State, UCLA, yeah, Arizona State, USC, they've they some great teams. They're not going to win it, but they're definitely going to con. They're going to be in contention to do well in the Pac-12, so they'll do well. Some there aren't many notable alumni in baseball. The only baseball player to make their debut from the Cougs in the past couple of years is Ian Hamilton for the White Sox, who was drafted in the third round in 2016, who debuted in 18. 18- uh, injured himself and spent the year on the IR or D- the, the I L injured list. Yeah, the injured list. Pitched a little bit in the minor leagues, but he hasn't been back up to the big leagues since. He pitched okay. But yes, in conclusion, I think this baseball season will be better than last year's by a mile, and you'll see major improvements from the offense and not as big of an improvement from the pitching staff but definitely notable improvements.